darkness falls across Seattle's land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of news to trick-or-treat in Seattle's neighborhoods. And here's where you'll find all your news for our spooky Seattle podcast episode. Happy Halloween, y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo. Awesome. Scary. That was so scary, Les. I am <laughs> right. shaking yeah. right now. So today's episode is all about spooky stuff in Seattle and Halloween. And we really just want to get you up to speed on some of the best kind of fall traditions, some of the best areas to trick or treat in, um, some fun activities uh, and attractions and things that are just fun to do in October. Um, Fun fact. Zillow in 2019 ranked Seattle number 10 on its list of best cities for trick-or-treating. I did not know that. Really? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. It, it, but it makes sense. Like the city really does Halloween right from there's like fun daytime stuff for yeah. kids to nighttime stuff for teens and adults. Um, True. I mean, there's just fall is so great. Down rain, if it's not pouring yes. down rain here, it, yeah. you have the perfect weather for it. So it does make sense. Absolutely. It does make sense. Yep. Yep. You got all the leaves down. It's dark early, so you can start trick-or-treating early. Like, it's it's awesome. Um, and although things are going to be a little different because of COVID this year, and you know, almost everything was canceled last year, you know, 2021 is going to be different. I think there's going to be a lot of things back from the research that we've done for this episode. A lot of things are open this time, which is awesome. So, uh, but real quick, let me introduce the team. So today, we have the Seattle native, Miss Reed Watson with us. Boo. Boo. <laughs> and the thriller himself, less cutting. Hello. <laughs> uh, and if you don't know, this is Christian Awesome with the Awesome and Awesome group at Wilson Realty. We love Seattle. We are Seattle real estate agents. And not only do we help people buy and sell homes, but we also keep you up to date on the latest news in terms of Halloween fun things. <laughs> So that's what we're doing today. So one cool thing about Halloween in Seattle in 2021 is really how the city and communities are getting super creative because of COVID. The Department of Transportation is actually allowing permits for closing down streets so that you could do costume parades and more like intricate uh, social distance trick-or-treating. And they're they're free. So if you need a trick-or-street permit, just ask the Seattle Department of Transportation and you can get hooked up. It's not just for nonprofits, but individuals can get them as well. So if you want to go all out for Halloween and close down your street to make your your trick-or-treating even better, you go for it. And then report back and let us know what you did because that sounds awesome. I kind of hope that some neighborhoods go all out even more than they already do, which we're going to go over some of those neighborhoods and really just – have a blast with this so that we can kind of make the best of of these weird pandemic times that we're in so i know both of you absolutely love this time of year what are some of your favorite ways to get into the halloween spirit one of my absolute favorite ones is halloween which is not 100 percent official but it's basically just the halloween celebration surrounding the pike pine area on capitol hill it's just a really fun time to go out to all of the bars around there, walk around, and you're going to see some of the coolest costumes and some of the most creative looks that you will find in Seattle. People really go all out and then they go out and it's really fun. You might also catch a glimpse of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Um, They're always out in full force on Halloween. If you don't know about them, it's worth a Google, but they are always in 
some of the coolest costumes and they have some events going on as well based out of the Abbey of St. Joan. I have never heard of that at all and I am born and raised here so I definitely need to look that up. What is it called again? They're called the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Huh. They're a nonprofit, a community support group, also a community celebration group, originally based out of San Francisco. They're really fun and they dress up year round. So as you can imagine, Halloween. They really is. go all out. This is their Absolutely. this is their time to shine. Um, if you do want something a little more structured, I would recommend the Can Can Productions uh Nightmare Before Christmas adaptation it's called this is halloween it starts on the 15th and goes through the end of october at the iconic triple door downtown um they've been doing this for years so you can go to the triple doors website for all of that good info and covid protocol and such there are also some very kid-friendly activities there are also some really great kid-friendly activities one of the tastiest ones is Seattle Chocolate Factory's Haunted Factory Tour. This mm. is great for all ages, and it's just really fun. They've brought it back this year, so that's a really exciting one. Another really fun one is Woodland Park Zoo, best zoo ever, has yes. their Pumpkin Bash October 30th and 31st. This is super fun. There's all sorts of activities. It's great for kids. Kids can dress up and show off their outfits they can trick-or-treat there kids under 12 get in for free which is awesome and my favorite part is that the zoo gives all of the animals carved pumpkins to play with it's mm -hmm. just adorable it is so cool watching the hippos like just devour a pumpkin in one bite like yeah. it's crazy when they do that wait i've never seen enough. that what yeah. Oh, yeah yeah they used to they didn't do like an official one back in the day but the, like the day after after halloween they would like give the animals pumpkins and stuff that weren't carved and it was just cool to watch them like the animals just play with them and eat them and stuff so now it's smart that they made it like a thing now cool 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 well let me bring you on up north real quick so if you <laughs> want to get out of the city for some fall harvest fun a staple in Washington State is Bob's Corn Maze and the Pumpkin Patch up here in Snohomish. Well, not here, but it's not too far from where I live. But anyway, it's open daily this season from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Super, super fun. I used to go there with Sarah and her class when she just taught kindergartners. Um, they have a lot of fun fall activities. They got the corn maze, hay rides, and the, uh, the train that you can ride on or the tractor that you can ride on. It has a big cougar flag. Go Cougs. Got to do that plug. <laughs> Um, it's also a great uh, place to pick your hand pick your own pumpkin because they have like 60 varieties to choose from. Wow. And they also sell a bunch of, uh, you know, their farmer's market there. So their, uh, their fresh fruits, so apples this time of year and a bunch of vegetables. So, you know, pumpkin yeah. squash, all that good stuff. Um, there's also the Harvest Fest. That's the, at the Junction. Junction. <laughs> Harvest Fest at the Junction of West Seattle is back this year. Yay! That's going to take place um, the 25th through Halloween. They're having a scavenger hunt with all the local businesses, which is super, super fun. You can visit visit any of the participating businesses. You can pick, pick up a map. You can buy a Harvest tote bag, and then that's going to include a map. And it's going to also have Halloween treats in there. There's two different versions of this tote bag. 
Um, it's full of Halloween treats, one for kids and one for adults, so everyone can get have a little fun. I'm curious though, what's in the adult tote bag? Because I may just go visit it out, visit, visit <laughs> out there if there's a little something, something, you know. I think um, it might be to get you in the Halloween spirit. Mm. Oh, the Halloween spirit! I see what you did there, Reed. <laughs> oh. <Okay. laughs> no, you got to be spooky, last Christian. What are you doing? <laughs> okay, Mine just sounds like Santa Claus, so yeah, right. <laughs> Not what I'm going for. Wrong, wrong, wrong holiday. holiday. Sorry. Or you're dressing up for as Santa Claus for Halloween. Hey, you never know. Uh, okay, there you go. I haven't picked my costume yet, so we'll see. <laughs> um, one of the Harvest Fest events is the Haunted Trivia Night. That's going to be on Friday the 29th at the Pegasus Book Exchange, starting at 7:30 p.m. So be there or be square. And on <laughs> Halloween Day from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., um, Harvest Fest will be in full swing with crafts, games, local vendors, and a bunch of, uh, well, actually, it's a kid's costume parade, which is going to be super, super fun and probably super, super cute. That's awesome. That sounds like yeah, a lot yeah. of fun. West Seattle right? always does, you know, they're they're such a good neighborhood. They always I do love fun West things. Seattle. Mm-hmm. One day the bridge will open again. One day. One day. And until then, all the West Seattle people are just going to stay there. Never come exactly. Over exactly. Here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's let's go over the main event: trick or treating. So, as you guys know, and as many of our listeners know, I have three kids, so I know that it can actually be a little hectic for adults on Halloween because, I mean, you got to go from getting the costumes perfect, making sure that the kids aren't going to be too cold. It's inevitably going to rain, so you got to figure out how to make the costume work with a rain jacket, which is never easy. And you also got to make it make sure that your plan isn't going to be too scary if you've got really little ones. So it's not necessarily a stress-free event for kids. All right, so let's go over some, some good spots for trick-or-treating. What do you guys think? Well, one of my favorite things that Seattle does really well is that each little neighborhood will typically do its own daylight trick-or-treating on the main strip of that neighborhood. I've got Mm -hmm. a bunch of examples, but these are typically from 3 to 7 p.m., and it's great for little kids who don't want to be out past dark, don't want anything too scary, but they want to have a lot of fun. And -hmm. you just walk down the main street and go trick-or-treating at all of the shops, and the local store owners make it so special for little kids. So it's always a blast. And I'll just tell you about a couple of them, and likely wherever you live in that neighborhood, they're going to be doing something similar, usually around 3 to 7 p.m. on Halloween. We have Trick or Treat on the Ave in Upper Queen Anne. Mm, not not the U District. Don't, don't, go that one con- don't get that one confused. That please, might be a little please different. Please don't. Um, <laughs> there's McGraw Trick or Treat in Magnolia. Okay. Okay. We have the Wallingford Center Trick or Treat, where you can go to all of the shops inside the Wallingford Center, and they yep, really deck it out. If you don't know where that is, that's on, essentially, I think it's... 45th. Yeah. And Wallingford. There you go. Yeah. In Wallingford. Yep. <laughs> you should be able to find it. There's trick or treat at University Village. Yeah. That's a fun. fun one. That's a good one. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there is Safe Halloween in Bothell, which is just where they shut down the whole main street and, you know, kids oh. can just go for it during the daylight hours. Edmonds cool. has a Halloween trick or treat in there, just sort of downtown area. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really great, you know, for anyone up in Edmonds. Mill Creek has treats on Main Street. Real I'm similar. I'm very familiar with that one. 
in our so we live not too far from Mill Creek, but I remember when we first moved here, we were like, oh, we're gonna, you know, be the best trick or treat house, and we're gonna have all the big candy bars and everything. So mm-hmm. I remember um when I first joined the team, I, I, grabbed, I grabbed the big Costco size of the big candy bars and stuff. And I'm like, okay, we're going to be the best house. Everyone's going to love us, right? We're going to be the fun young couple. Mm-hmm. And literally got like five trick-or-treaters. So like, <laughs> no, that's weird. Okay. Um, maybe next year. So then the following, we got no trick-or-treaters the next year after either. So then I'm like, where do all the kids go in this neighborhood? So come to find out. Mill Creek has like one of the most awesome places for little kids in our area. And that's where all the kids are at. They're in mm-hmm. Mill Creek town center. So they don't come to my house and it makes me really sad because oh. we go all out and I never can give candy out. So that's my story. I'll come to your house. Liz. <laughs> <laughs> Just come to candy. Hooray. Um, Yeah. And then the last one is the Halloween Family Fun Fest at Bellevue Square, which is all that trick-or-treating stuff. And then they have lots of other Halloween-themed activities. Cool. Yeah, Mm -hmm. one of the spots that we like to go to is the Sandpoint Country Club uh, near Magnuson Park, View Ridge. We live in Mm -hmm. View Ridge, so this is where we go as a family to trick-or-treat. It's not only good for, like, teens but also good for little kids like it's not too scary but man some of those houses go all out you literally feel like you're walking through a movie set on some of these houses because their decorations are just on point so um and you know it doesn't hurt that they give out a lot of full-size candy bars either so if you are looking for a good spot that's a great one to go to they also I don't think they technically close the main gate, the main entrance to cars, but no one drives their cars through there. So you can just, it's just mobs of people walking through all the streets in there. It's just, it's awesome. Oh yeah. Has anyone ever been to um, Haunt Lake up in Mont Lake? No. That is a really cool one. It's on Blaine Avenue East in Montlake, and it started with this one house that was owned by James Sutherland. He calls it his trick-or-treat house, 2236 Hmm. East Blaine Street. Oh. And he's a local artist, so he just always went all out with his decorations, and the rest of the neighborhood followed suit. It's one of the coolest and creepiest trick-or-treat spots around. And with most of these houses over there, you know, you're on the sidewalk, you've got to walk up some stairs, usually down a pathway, and then up some more front steps to the front door to trick-or-treat. What makes haunt like really fun is walking up to each house and really having to walk through these spooky decorations people treat their front yards kind of like a haunted house so it is very cool very well done it's a little bit scary for the kids potentially um Mm -hmm. but super fun that sounds awesome yeah i'm sure there's uh you know the the person that looks like it's uh you know, some sort of decoration, but it's really a person that just pops out. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You get a lot of those. The place I always used to go for the hugest candy bars, they are known for giving out like king size, everything is the area just Southwest of volunteer park around 17th Avenue. Um, you know, close to St. Joe's and Holy names, that area. Um, and they go really all out as well. Kids will often take, ubers from a place like west seattle over to this area just to get the king size candy bars so that's a real scene you're gonna see a ton of teenagers high schoolers all going around they're always in really fun costumes and they're they're on the hunt for that candy 
So, quick question. How old mm-hmm. is too old to trick-or-treat? That's always the question, Les, and no one knows. <laughs> it's however old you can get away with it, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Just, I was yeah. just curious. You're like, yeah. hmm. Let's talk haunted houses. I know Stalker Farms in Snohomish has a ton of stuff going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, they got Spooky Paintball and the, the Nighttime Corn Maze, which just sounds... Scary as hell to me. And then, bless, we did the Georgetown Morgue Haunted House years ago, which was hilarious. Yes. So if you guys are going to go to the Georgetown Morgue um, Haunted House, bring a spare change of clothes, okay? Yeah, <laughs> um, it's that scary. Yeah, um, Les, Les was uh, more scared than I think my four-year-old daughter would be going through that right now. So it was great going with him. Yeah. So this year, the Georgetown Morgue, and it is an actual morgue, just so you guys know, it really is a morgue. It's open this season in September and will give tours through November 6th. So that's Hmm. awesome. There's a bunch of different ways you can experience the spooky Seattle scene, as we were talking about. You can do a self-guide tour or a more intense scare, but you can buy tickets that include a costume tour guide and haunted house players. So they are open every day. So you got to book in advance, but check their website out for uh, the dates and buy your tickets in advance. It's probably going to be really, really packed because it's one of the more popular haunted houses in the city. And you can also skip the line. They have VIP ticket options. So you can pay a little bit more, skip the line and get your scare on. There's also Nile Nightmares in Mount Lake Terrace. They're celebrating a decade of scaring the citizens of Seattle. Boo. Um, They're open every (laughs) weekend in October with different hours on Sunday. So make sure you guys look into that. And they also have escape rooms, a concession area leading up to the haunted house, and food trucks, artists, and a bunch of vendors. If your kids are old enough and they're brave enough for a haunted house, on the 23rd from 11 to 3, they have a family fun, fun fest where the adults can get in free when they bring a child. You can also buy tickets to the Niles Nightmare online and masks are required, both masks, your Halloween mask and your regular mask. Okay, so I want to be clear about that. All right, so I, I want to know, are you guys dressing up? And if so, what are you guys what are you guys doing? Ooh, that's a great question. I was thinking it might be a soul search. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good one. That's I was great. dressed. I was dressing. I was going to dress up, and I was going to be scary as hell too. I was going to be Reed. Oh, <laughs> shots fired! Bang bang! Oh, bang bang! <laughs> that's awesome as you can tell we don't have any fun on this team we we don't like each other and we don't have fun so what about you christian are you in the family Um, dressing up you know we always dress up we were the incredibles a couple years ago um we usually do some sort of theme with one of the kids or all the kids like i don't it always is different so this year Mm -hmm. the kids just decided our oldest is going to be a zombie cheerleader, Ooh. and my wife is also going to be a zombie cheerleader, so that will be interesting. My youngest daughter, she is going to be a magical unicorn. Oh. Yes. Very... So she doesn't have to dress up at all. Exactly. It's just <laughs> normal clothes for her. Yeah. No, she's got this very sparkly dress with all sorts of fun accessories, because that's nice. her. My son is going to be a ninja. Which that came out of nowhere, but I'm, it looked pretty cool. And uh, we'll just see. I don't know. I have no clue what I'm going to be. As you can tell, we like to have fun, but we also like to do our job. If you didn't already understand that, we are Seattle real estate agents. If you have any questions, if you want to talk real estate, if you love this episode, and if you have additional neighborhoods to throw out there or fun things to do, 
do not hesitate to reach out. Um, this will be posted on social media, so respond with your favorite places of trick-or-treat. Or if you have any fun other pumpkin patches that you really like. I know the Swan Farm, I think, is the farm at mm-hmm. Swan's Trail. That's a good one we've been to. And for all of these pumpkin patches, you're definitely going to want to wear boots, even if it didn't rain that day, because it's a farm and they're muddy. So, fun tip right Boy. there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yes, thanks for listening. This has been a very fun podcast. Halloween is a great time. So make sure you're having fun, that you're being creative and that you're being safe. And as always, we will see you next time. If you ever want to reach out, you can look us up on the interwebs. We are the awesome and awesome group. You can reach out right on our website until next time. We'll see you soon. Bye. (laughs) Bye.